0: This is Tiny Themes Podcast with your host, Amanda Batts. Hey everyone, it's Amanda. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. Thanks again for tuning into Tiny Themes Podcast. I have lots of fun things to share with you this week, but before I get into a ton of the Disney updates, I need to give you a fun update from a very special guest. Hey, special guest. Who is it? Tallulah! So did you and I go on a special mother-daughter trip this week?
1: Yes, it was just me and also Mommy. Where did we go? To New York
0: City! woo What did you think of New York City?
1: It was the best. I wish I could stay there. Oh
0: my gosh. Me too. I love New York. <laughs> Maybe we should move there. It'd be fun, yeah. We packed a lot of stuff into the day and a half that we were there, didn't we? Do you remember what we had when we went to the hotel and I was... Pizza. Uh Uh-huh. Now, remember when we ordered it when we were in the taxi and I said, don't worry, Tlula, it'll come once we're already in our room. And then it came when I was holding all the suitcases. Yeah. Do you remember that? And I had to carry it in the hotel while we were in the elevator with the bags. That was silly. Yeah. (laughs) But what did you think of New York pizza? Is it good? Yep. And then we stayed at a hotel called Hotel Hendrix. What did you think of the hotel?
1: It was good.
0: Yeah?
1: And I wish I could go there because I wish I was My house <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were the people who worked there really nice? Yeah. We had to be really careful when we were in New York City, right? You and me were really cautious. Tallulah and I read a book we're about... We're
1: nice apples.
0: We are. So Tallulah and I read a book, the Berenstain Bears book, right? About strangers. You yeah, and...
1: don't... Ca- Don't um, talk to strangers or don't get them toys.
0: Yeah, and we love that in the Bears and Bears book, they talk about sometimes people are good apples and sometimes people are bad apples. And bad apples could look good from the outside, but they could be bad on the inside. And sometimes good apples might not look the nicest on the outside, but they may be really good on the inside, right? Yeah. And so Tallulah and I were really cautious, and we wanted to make sure we but stayed safe. God took really good care of us. The first night, we went to a place called... A your shorts. That's it. Yeah. What did you think of that store? That was pretty cool.
1: It was good, and it was super big, but I loved it. Yeah? Even except for that time.
0: Yeah, the tiger was a little crazy. Did you make something special when we were there?
1: Yes, slime.
0: Yeah? I thought that was a really neat experience. They had Crazy Erin's Thinking Putty, Build Your Own, and it was like, probably like, what, a 15-minute experience? And it was only $25, and Tallulah made this really cool slime, and you got to pick, what, two things? So you picked the color. Glow in the
1: dark. Yep. And metallic.
0: Yeah, and then you picked what that you got to add to it
1: flowers
0: yeah and it's super pretty so then- it was
1: also pink and i loved light pink
0: i know it was beautiful you did such a great job with it and then Even did we- when
1: i'm so big i can't remember when i was doing that <laughs>
0: that's okay it's fine if you'll if probably remember, still have
1: a if i remember the name i'll say I'll your that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we also got but if i
1: speak in british
0: are you planning on speaking in british when you're older yeah oh you are yeah are you gonna live in the uk <laughs> okay, girl. That'd be fun. Maybe we should go there on our next trip.
1: Yay! That'd
0: be so fun. We'd be on airplane for like six hours or more. What? Uh-huh.
1: That's a very long.
0: It's true, but it's worth it. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, we can draw on our
0: iPad. It's true. So when we went to Times Square the past two times, this was Tallulah's first, but when Michael and I went last time, we went early in the morning, and it's so much less stressful going in the morning than it is going in the daytime and the evening because it gets really packed. So we went first and then we went shopping. Do you remember where we went shopping? We went to two stores in Times Square.
1: It was at the Disney store. Yep. And at the BTS store.
0: You're right. And Tallulah and I ended up seeing someone that mommy thought might've been a bad apple um in times Square, remember when we were having our snack there was oh, a guy yeah. who was looking at us a little funny and i didn't like it and, and they made...
1: followed us walking
0: uh yeah a little bit he came closer mm-hmm. to us and i didn't enjoy that so then we went into disney store and they have really good security in disney store yeah,
1: and i also love that Cinderella thing
0: yeah they have a big castle and yeah. then they had a coloring station so we hung out in there for a little bit and it was great because mommy got our boarding pass while you were coloring, yeah. and we liked that they had a bathroom in there, right? Because yeah. it's hard to find bathrooms in New York. So then we went to the BTS store, and that was really cool. Yes. Yeah. What did you like about that? Well,
1: know? my really favorite thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: was the Jimin shirt.
0: Oh my gosh! Was it
1: was so, so cute. cute, and also on um, Sugar's baby.
0: Yeah, that was so cute. I mean, J Junk hooks. Junk That's right. Okay, so let's see here. And then we went back to the hotel and we got some raising canes. That was the chicken that we had. And what, then we remember was the chicken. It was called raising canes. We walked back with that was one of the things too. Remember we had a taxi the first night when we went to FAO Schwartz. And then the next two days, we couldn't get a taxi any time. We used the curb yeah. app and we like could not get it. They would not but, come pick us up. But remember? the
1: first one it was
0: went, so easy. We went in a penny tab. Oh, a pedicab. Yeah, you're right. We went and in a pedicab.
1: It was Elsa, so I put on let it go and then you put a little snowman.
0: Yeah. So we'll talk about that real quick. So that night, later in the day of the second night, we went to go see a Broadway British? show. And we were going to the Gershwin, which was what, like a twenty-minute walk from our hotel, to go see Wicked. Her
1: hips were hurt.
0: Her hips were hurt, and so we said, "Well, we gotta find something." So we found a pedicab. She
1: picked me up, mommy.
0: I did pick you up. (laughs) That was an adventure, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, Mommy had too many bags, but she picked me up.
0: After we went to Times Square, then we did something extra special, just you and me, on a special bus. Do you remember what that was? A tea bus. Yeah, and we had tea. And yeah. you wore a fancy dress.
1: Yeah, but I didn't have my earphones, but came my ears
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. we had earmuffs because we thought it'd be cold and that would be really cute.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't
0: cold. It was not cold. It was cold. a little warm. The T-Bus was super fun. We had a lot of fun with that, right? Mm-hmm. And you get to have lots of special treats, right?
1: Yeah, I asked, and I steal the cupcakes.
0: Yeah, she took my cupcake. And one of the things we thought was really cool about the T-Bus is not only was it safe and fun because we had a T on a bus while we were checking things out in New York, but remember they had a bathroom on the bus?
1: Yeah, it was so pretty. If you guys are
0: interested in going on the T-Bus or any top view tour buses in New York City, I'll put a link in the show notes and you can use my discount code so you can get a discount on any tours that you're doing in New York City over the next year. Can you tell me one last thing? How was Wicked? Your first Broadway show. Good. Yeah, Dr. Dillamond was a little scary. But did you what did you think about Wicked the Musical? Hi, Viv!
1: Hi. It was good.
0: Yeah? Do you want to say anything on the podcast? Yeah. What do you want to say? I wanna hear
1: go drink. Twinkle, twinkle.
0: Thank you so much for joining the podcast today.
1: Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Have a good day, buddy.
0: Well, you never quite know how an interview is going to go with two toddlers, but I hope you enjoyed our little recap from our New York trip. It was so much fun. We had such a blast. I'm so thankful we got to go. But now back into other updates. It's been starting to feel like fall in the mornings here in Florida, which is literally the dream. It's you know, middle of October, that's when we usually start getting like some fallish days and then some summer days still too. But there was a specifically chilly day on Monday morning this week. And I naturally, as you know, am like ready for Christmas. I'm over Halloween at this point. We have Not So Scary This Next Weekend. After that, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. We're going to do a little trick-or-treating at SeaWorld. So that will be the official end of Halloween in our household But I can't wait for Christmas time and on Monday I 1 billion percent made a batch of Christmas crack like on the saltine crackers with like the butter and sugar and the chocolate on top totally did that because it felt like christmas time so i had to do it but besides that this whole episode is going to be about christmas i cannot wait to talk christmas in orlando with you there's so much to see and do here in orlando normally but christmas just bumps it up a whole nother level so we're going to be talking about all the things you don't want to miss in orlando it is tricky to do every single thing so you might need to do it in multiple different trips and different christmas times But I'm going to tell you all of the best things to hit when you're here at Christmas time. But before I get into that, I'm going to share a couple theme park updates for you, as always. I don't know if you've ever tried to find like park music on streaming apps, but it is super hard to find it. And Disneyland Paris slash Euro Disney, RIP. Um has officially released an album of past and present park music, and it's available on all streaming platforms. So if you really need just a little feeling of Disney parks, that's a great way to be able to get it. Epcot has announced that the light up glowing sidewalks from the days of yore are returning with the world celebration area opening this year. Do you guys remember those? Those were like the best. They were so fun as you were leaving the park from the fireworks back in like the 90s and 2000s. They just have those like glittery, starry, light up sidewalks. I'm so excited they're coming back. So that's official. When World Celebration opens later this year, we'll get to see those live and in action. I'm sure they'll be a little bit different than they were, but no matter what, it's still a really cool thing to be able to have there. Something else walking related. I do not know if you have seen those adorable videos of the new walking droids in Galaxy's Edge. They are adorable. It's at Disneyland, unfortunately not World, but... They are so cute. There's like three of them, I think, that walk together. They're just these tiny little droids that just walk around and they're flipping cute. So check out that video if you haven't seen it yet. It's absolutely adorable. And I know I've talked, I think in season one, about the Disneyland Paris anniversary event that they had that like crazy amount of characters. It was like one after another. It was like treasure planet, like obscure one. It was awesome. And I've watched that video, we've watched it quite a few times in our household, because you know how we feel about characters, but with the Disney 100 celebration kicking off the start of this week, there is a new Disneyland Paris, Disney 100 kickoff event, and they had 100 Disney characters. Since we spoke last, there's a new Moana show that has been announced for the new Disney cruise line ship, the Disney Treasure. going to be amazing to see a Moana show. I'm so curious how they're going to do it, but it's going to be phenomenal, I'm sure. Another fun theme park update, all day park hopper access starts on January 9th of next year, which is so huge. If you've been to the parks since COVID, you know that park hopping is only available at 2pm and after, whereas back in the day, you could just show up at a park and go wherever you wanted to go, bop around if you had a park hopper. So this is very exciting. Now, one thing to note, you do still have to make a park pass for the first park that you're going to visit that day for most days. However, they did say for annual pass holders, there are going to be good to go dates where you won't need to make a theme park reservation. I don't know how all that's going to work because I feel like we're just so ingrained with doing park pass reservations. That's going to be interesting to like, are you going to have to really look every single day to be like, okay, today's a good to go day. I don't know. That sounds kind of confusing to me at this point. So we'll see how it works. But it's very exciting that that is starting January 9th of 2024. Something sad, but something that you need to know is annual pass holder, food and beverage prices and parking prices have all increased. Womp womp. That's never fun to hear. That just came out last week and definitely not something fun that any of us were looking forward to, but it's something I need to tell you because that's just something to consider, especially if you're looking at like Disney dining package for next year, I think it might be worth checking out because food and beverage costs with that increasing, you might get more bang for your buck if you do the dining package. Okay, I ended on the bummer note just to make this part extra exciting. So Christmas time in Orlando, that is what we're talking about today. I can't even wait. It's not even October 31st yet. On October 31st, in our household, as soon as Halloween's over, I decorate the house for Christmas. Sometimes I do it before the children are in bed, but usually October 31st, after everybody's done, it's Christmas time in the Bats household. But since that date has not yet come, but is coming soon, I wanted to make sure that you had all of the info that you need for what to experience here in Orlando if you're gonna be here during the Christmas season. And for the most part, all of the things I'm about to share are for sure available November 24th through January 1st. I know we talked about that for the holidays around the world, or what's it called now? Festival of the Holidays at Epcot, which we talked about last week with the Candlelight Processional. So that's absolutely something to check out. That starts November 24th. Also, all of the parks and hotels here in Orlando are decked out to the max. So some of the coolest things to check out if you're going to go visit a hotel are the Ginger Red House at Grand Floridian It's so cool. Definitely keep an eye out. I'll share with you whenever it actually is available for guests to come check it out because they have treats that you can get at the gingerbread house. It just smells heavenly in the Grand Floridian Lobby. They have been doing a bunch of construction in there. So I'm hoping it'll be like the same size it always is and available to everybody this year. We'll see if that changes anything, but the gingerbread house is definitely a must see when you are here in Orlando. Plus it's free. If you park at Disney Springs and you hop on a bus to go over to Grand Floridian, you can check it out with no cost to you. There's also a chocolate carousel at the Boardwalk Hotel, and that you can actually just walk to from Epcot. That is something really, really fun to check out. Their lobby smells heavenly, of course, and it just looks extra special with that chocolate carousel. And Animal Kingdom Lodge, there are zebra and giraffe made out of, I believe, chocolate. I don't think it's out of um, gingerbread, but I believe it's out of chocolate and they're in the lobby as well. And it's so, so cute. So those are fun to check out. All of the Disney resort hotels and all of the parks have huge Christmas trees and Christmas decorations. So you can't go wrong. You're going to find Christmas decorations just about anywhere you go. Now, all of the parks are decorated to the nines, especially at Disney, but all of the theme parks in the area are for Christmas time. And the only festival that you can go to that's not a hard ticket event at Disney is the Festival of the Holidays, which we talked about last week. And that's the one that has Candlelight Processional. They have lots of different treats throughout the park. They have storytellers at the different country pavilions, which are really fun for the kids to see. Santa is going to be available at the Odyssey Pavilion. And so lots of fun stuff that you can do without having to purchase a ticket for a hard ticket event. However, there are two special Christmas parties this year at Disney World. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is a staple. It's so iconic. There's cookies, treats, shows, snow in the park, Christmas parade. It's so much fun. And then there's Jollywood Nights, which is the new Hollywood Studios dapper style with like jazz influence event. I will give you a full report coming before Thanksgiving, because I'm going on the 18th, the second party day. If you're going to be there, stop by and say, hey, because I'd love to see you. But I'll give you a full report on that for sure. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So I'm just going to be honest with you, as always. I've gone to it quite a few times. I am a major Christmas girl. I prefer Christmas over Halloween as a holiday in general, hands down. However, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is a lot of fun don't get me wrong, because I do want to go this year, although we're not going to because it's really expensive. There's just not as much to do, I feel. I don't feel like there's as much spread out for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. There's a ton on Main Street. So that's where the parade is. I mean, you can go to Frontierland for the parade as well. But there's shows at the castle area, the snow is on Main Street. So a lot of the stuff that you're going to want to do is on main street so it can feel really congested in that area and there's not as much to do throughout the park so there are cookie and cocoa locations and they sometimes have like apple slices too which are really fun throughout the park it just feels like everything is right there they have done a good job of like trying to disperse it so they have dance parties at different locations character meet and greets different locations but There's just something about that one that I feel like it just feels super congested, probably because of the snow on Main Street because that's literally the only place it snows. Still a super fun event. Although we don't have official confirmation in years past, you've been able to see the Christmas parade during regular park hours, the week between Christmas and New Year's. That's one of the weeks that we avoid Disney like the plague because there's so many people that come during Christmas week to visit the parks. It's just absolute chaos. SeaWorld and Universal also have... Christmas activities those are included with your park ticket so at SeaWorld they have Rudolph like the movie from back in the day Rudolph incorporated items so last year we got to meet the abominable snowman and Rudolph and Clarice and that was absolutely adorable and that was something that we got to do at SeaWorld they have fun treats throughout the park I think we had like a snowman soft pretzel that was really good Food and beverage at SeaWorld, as you know, is like crazy expensive though, so I don't usually go for food and beverage stuff, but they had a special parade over at the Sesame Street area, and they also have ice skating, which is really fun. So there's definitely some cool experiences that you can do at SeaWorld. You do, I believe, have to pay extra for ice skating, but it's cool that they even have that as an option. And although I haven't seen it, I hear their live nativity show is absolutely incredible. It retells the story of Jesus' birth and they have live animals. So this year we're hoping we can see it. If you do go see it, I do know that you have to get there super early And last time when we were there, I think they only had later evening shows available and that's why we didn't go, but I hear it is absolutely phenomenal. So if you are at SeaWorld and want to check out some other Christmas activities, their nativity story, A Wondrous Night is a must see from everything I've heard. At Universal, they have really cool, I love Universal at Christmas. So they have a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade parade where they have like floats in that style that come down. They also have, you know, character floats as well. During COVID, it was really interesting because they took one of their sound stages and they put the balloons like constantly there. And that's where you can meet Santa. And that was really interesting. But I am excited for the parade to be back because we had our annual passes lapsed during COVID, I believe it was. Yeah, it was. Um, so we haven't gotten our passes, our annual passes since then, but don't tell Michael, but I'm secretly trying to either get our annual passes back or buy some tickets for us all to go during Christmas time, because it's so much fun. Everything is like super decked out. I really like the New York area at Universal Studios, because it's just extra magical and Christmassy, and you know how I feel about New York already. And then they also have at Islands of Adventures, there's lots of Harry Potter themed Christmas stuff as well, but I particularly enjoy the Grinchmas Whoville area. They have all these Who's walking around, which is so fun in the park. It's really cutely themed and decorated. You can meet the Grinch. They also have a Whoville Christmas show. I think it's called Grinchmas. I have never seen that and I wanna see it so badly. That's one of the main reasons I wanna go this year because I think the kids would really enjoy it. I hear it's phenomenal. It's like a full blown stage show with actors and it and I think a live dog for Max. So it looks super, super cute. But it's always fun. And I think one of my very favorite things to eat at Universal is hoo-hash. So <laughs> you know how like in the cartoon one, they said something about a can of hoo-hash. So they have hoo-hash at the park at the Green Eggs and Ham Station. This is like the one thing of food that I want to have again at Universal because it's something that I, it's just it's actually like crazy good. And it comes in a decorative a little can that says who hash, but it's tater tots, green peppers, onions, corn beef, and white cheddar served in a who hash can. I got it just thinking like, oh, this is kind of cute and fun. And it ended up being like incredibly good. So if you are a fan of any of those things, that's definitely a fun place to check out. They do also have tots and other concoctions over at the green eggs and ham station, but that's my personal favorite. It just feels extra Christmassy and Santa. So Santa's a very busy man here in Orlando. You can see him at lots of different places. Um, he's very, very busy. So at Hollywood Studios, we've met him there before. There has no, there's no confirmation that he'll be back at Hollywood Studios that I've heard yet. He used to be in a Calvacade after COVID. Pre-COVID, he was in the Carthay Theater shop, um, and that was super, super cool. So we got to see him there. Um, and then in Epcot, that is confirmed that he will be back at the Odyssey Pavilion In years past, he has met with Mrs. Claus at Epcot, which is pretty cool. So I haven't heard confirmation about that yet, but you can absolutely see him in the park, which I personally think it's fun to see Santa in the park because it's definitely a little bit less overwhelming. I feel like it's just easier to get to meet him because it's like a standard character meet and greet, but it's extra special because it's Santa. So that's something really fun. Plus, if you're going to, I just thought about this now, I don't know why I didn't put this in my notes, but If you're going over to Blizzard Beach, now Blizzard Beach is still down for refurbishment, but they might come back closer to Christmas time. I'm thinking in November. There hasn't been an announcement yet of the date, but if Blizzard Beach does open, you can meet Vacation Santa during Christmas time at Blizzard Beach and he's adorable and he gives out really cute, colorful candy canes because he's in like his Hawaiian shirt and he's precious. You can also meet Santa at SeaWorld. He's very sweet. You can meet him in his sleigh at SeaWorld. And then Disney Springs, you can visit him also in his sleigh at Disney Springs. So he makes his way around the Orlando area. Also, Universal Studios, you can meet him as well. And Mall at Millennia is where a lot of locals go to meet Santa. It's a really, really pretty setup. There's also, of course, like, you know, Bass Probe Shop that he goes to and lots of other spots, lots of different malls. But I personally just feel like you don't get upcharged for photos when you go to the parks to do it. So it's fun when you're going to the parks to get to meet Santa. Two other things that are really, really fun to check out in Orlando during the Christmas season are Ice at Gaylord Palms. We are going the week of Christmas, so my update will be coming after you probably have already gone if you're going to go this year, but basically it's a bunch of ice sculptures that are in a huge convention space in Gaylord Palms, and you get to check them out. They have ice slides, you get complimentary parkas for you and your family, and they have a different theme each year, and this year it's Charlie Brown Christmas, which is one of our family's favorites, so we're going as a Christmas post-Christmas celebration, so we'll be going that crazy week between Christmas and New Year's, which will be a lot of fun. But I've gone to ice in the past, but it wasn't I don't even think they called it ice because it was after COVID. And we went and it was a bunch of different scenes from different Christmas movies, which was still really fun. But there was no like ice sculptures. It was more of like a walkthrough, like you did a walkthrough of the Elf area of the Polar Express train. And then they had um national lampoons christmas vacation area so it was definitely and then the nativity at the end they have a cute little german like christmas shop at the end of it too like a chris kindle market it's that little german christmas shop so i know you could get like mulled cider and you could get a bunch of ornaments and things like that so it's definitely a fun area to check out they have like a tubing area and they have a scavenger hunt and snowball building it's perfect for little floridian kids don't get to see snow because we do have a little bit of like a chilly experience but it's also a great thing to check out if you're coming from out of town i'm really excited to check out the ice sculptures and see what that whole setup looks like because that's definitely going to be new for us this year but they have kid-sized parkas and adult-sized parkas and then the last thing to share is disney springs tree trail that is something super fun to check out that is free because disney springs parking is free so you can just head over there they have really pretty trees decorated in different themes to either rides or movies or princesses or, you know, things like that. They're located all across Disney Springs. Disney Springs has really pretty Christmas displays as well and entertainment. So there's a lot to see if you're at Disney Springs at Christmas time. They also, of course, for an additional charge, they have a carousel and a train. So if you want to do something that's Disney related, you do have to pay a little extra for those, but those are fun little tips that are much cheaper than a park ticket, but can still feel like you're in the Disney environment. We love getting to check that out but the disney springs tree trail is definitely something you'll want to see as well so those are my main updates for you for things to check out at christmas time there's so much to see and do i mean every theme park has something special orlando in general at christmas is just so beautiful it's a great time of year it's not super hot some days you get to wear like a parka because it is chilly but other days it's just like a nice light jacket what would feel like fall in most of like the northeast is what it feels like here during the Christmas season. Sometimes it could be chillier, sometimes it could be warmer, but it's just such a beautiful time to come. I know it's crazy busy, but if you come, I hope you get to enjoy some of the activities that we talked about today in today's episode. Even though it's not yet Christmas time, Merry Early Christmas, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy the end of October. I will chat with you more next week. And next week, I'll be able to share some not so scary updates since we'll be going this weekend. But I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, thanks for listening to Tiny Themes Podcast. On behalf of myself and two of my favorite little assistants at Tiny Themes Podcast.
1: Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Bye bye.